I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Hadas Kuznets at the brand new Boris Food Hall here at 111 Independence Mall East with Mike Cassidy. He's vice president of MRP Realty, which is one of the development partners of the Boris Food Hall. So we are here. You had your grand opening. Now you're finally open for business. You have a couple of stragglers, but mostly you are all open. How many tenants do you have here? There's 30 total tenants in the in the food hall, of which uh, 27 are open. Two other ones are just building their space out right now. And you own the whole building now. This is a $40 million project that took two and a half years. Yes. There's Other than the food hall, there's 270,000 square feet of office space that we're also redeveloping. So take me back. This is a big project to take on. What inspired you to do it? As real estate developers, this was a great project. We like to get our hands on a building that has great bones on it. So we saw potential with uh, not only the office space, but also downstairs, the food hall. And so what did you look into when you were learning about the project, when you were thinking about how you were going to revamp it? I'm sure you did a lot of research on the building. We did. The building was built in 1895. It was the first commodities exchange in the United States. Already had a food court down in the first floor, and we thought we could improve on that to make it a destination food hall, sort of like Chelsea Market in New York City. Mike, do you know anything so far about the crowds, the numbers, how you're doing, how many people you expect to serve? Just across the street at the Liberty Bell, there's close to 5 million people a year come to visit the Liberty Bell every year. So if we get a small portion of that, we'll do okay. We've also learned that there's a lot of office buildings in the area and there's not necessarily food options like this. And then with the uh, residential population has also increased over the last 10 years in Old City right here. And this is another great way, great place for them to come and get a meal, have a drink, spend some time. Now, when KYW used to be here at Fifth and Market, we're now on Spring Garden Street, but we used to be here and a lot of us used to come over for lunch real quick and it looks a lot different. We did a complete gut renovation of this first floor, tore it back all the way down to some original parts of the building. This floor that we're standing on, you can see the brass spots from where the uh, commodities exchange people had their floor space. We went back to the original mosaic tiles. We reopened a few of the doors that were here and we exposed a lot of the architecture of the building. When you were uncovering the building through the renovations, were you surprised at what you found? I think our biggest find is this floor. Mosaic tile work from 1895 and the brass plates from the commodities exchange time frame. It's just amazing to find that when you do some demolition, not expecting to find anything underneath it other than maybe just cement or concrete work. I can't even remember. What was the floor? Was it just basic tile? Do you remember that six-inch brown square tiles? From the 1970s and 1980s. So that took up the whole floor. There also was three openings in the center of the building that you could get down to the basement. There was two escalators, both of them going down to the basement to get into, and there was kind of a cafeteria-style seating down in the basement. So what's in the basement now? Currently, it's just been demoed. There's nothing in the basement now. We're still working on our uh, repositioning plan for the basement. So you're figuring it out? 
We are figuring it out. We're calling at the concourse level. Okay. So we're standing in the middle now. One of the big changes of the Boris Food Hall is that you serve alcohol now. So we're standing at Bluebird Distilling. Tell me about the decision to add a bar to the food hall. The previous building was really catering to the visitors to the Liberty Bell. We thought that we could open this up with artisan food vendors to also have alcohol and bar space here. And we could open this up to the residents in the neighborhood during the night, after work, and on weekends to get more people into the building. We also wanted to offer it as an amenity to our office patrons here, our office tenants. So what we did was, with adding this amenity of the food hall and having the alcohol being able to be served, they can come down here for happy hour, after work, before they go home from work. It is a different feel to be here at night. It's a different feel to be here at night. If you look up through the atrium glass on the roof on a nice clear night, you get a, really a different view from than you've ever seen at the Bourse before. So what are the new hours? The coffee shop and breakfast places open up at 7 a.m. And then at night you can come back for a drink and happy hour and get your dinner. So we're open from 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. Okay, let's walk around. Why don't you give me a tour? So we're at Bluebird Distilling, which is right in the middle. And then where do you want to go from here? Let's go right here to the bronze table. Joe's opened up the bronze table here from Vera Pasta from Westchester. And he serves fresh made pasta with some homemade sauces and gravies. You have baby buns here and they serve all kinds of french fries and pork sandwiches on different artisan buns. You have olive with a twist, which is a gourmet food market. You have chat and chai, which is Indian street food. I'm noticing that all of these places are very gourmet. It's not fast food. It's artisan prepared. Every Everybody gets a prepared meal to their choice. All right, what's this? This is Marino Brothers Cheesesteaks. They've been around since 1982, and they were one of the original vendors in here in the Bourse Food Hall. You can't have the Bourse without a cheesesteak place. You're in Philly. you got to have a cheesesteak. Right. All right, what are these gingerbread houses? So you have, here you have Barry's Buns, which is crumb cakes. Everything's made from scratch. Cinnamon buns and all kinds of sweets and desserts. Baked goods. There used to be an ice cream shop back here. There was an ice cream shop. There is an ice cream shop here now. It's in a separate location. Okay. You've got some antiques and collectibles. Antiques, collectibles, and a flower shop. Bonazzo's Florist. Flowers and gifts, it's great for the neighborhood people to be able to come in here and get flowers. Good for all the tenants upstairs to be able to bring something home to their wives or husbands. We did want to make it as amenity to the office tenants also. All right. As we continue around the 4th Street side. We come to... Takarian, which is a Korean taco taste to it. How did you choose them? We did have a taste testing of over 40 different vendors when we started working on this about two years ago. And Takarian was one of the people that came and presented their food. And it's as good as it gets if you're looking for a Korean taco. What is a Korean taco? So it's a mixture of your your regular uh, taco fixings. And it'll it'll work in the um, Korean vegetables, kimchi, and those type of things. Tacos are very popular. We also have a, we have two taco vendors here, and one's a traditional taco vendor. All right, continuing around the other side of the food hall. So we have Mighty Melt here, which is made-to-order grilled cheeses. What are the um, price ranges here? You could come here and anywhere from 10 to $15 get a lunch that you'll never forget. Dinner is just a little bit more. Okay, continuing on. This is called Hashtag Get Fried. So Hashtag Get Fried, um, buffalo wings, you get your French fries here. You get all kinds of different things that are fried to order. As we turn around in front of uh, Hashtag Get Fried, there's this crazy spot called 
Chocodium. Chocodium with the chocolate wall. They're one of the top 10 chocolatiers within the whole North America. And they serve all kinds of homemade chocolate and made-to-order chocolate. They look like a bar. It could be a bar. You might be able to get a uh, chocolate martini there if you'd get, you were so inclined. It looks like that's what their specialty is with all the glasses and the chocolate wall. It's a great spot to stop by. They do have a double stall. One is for their truffles and milk chocolates and red wine chocolates. And then they also have their um, bar that they're going to be serving drinks at with a chocolate flavor. This must be the best place to get a chocolate martini. <laughs> it will be. Moving on. Prescription chicken. Prescription chicken is homemade soup. It's good for what's ailing you. You can come here any any rainy day, any day of the week, and get a good homemade chicken soup, along with their other sundaes and yogurts that they sell from here. Oh, what's this place? Pinch Dumpling. You can pick your favorite dumpling. It's handmade, homemade dumplings. Asian dumplings. Rustica. It's a rotisserie. Rustica rotisserie. And this is the sister stall to the Marino's cheesesteak. Here you can get any kinds of uh, meats, meatballs, turkey, roast beef, and pork. You come here and almost have a turkey dinner with a house-roasted turkey. Right across from Rustica, there's another bar. That's called Taps. Taps has 36 different taps, of which they'll be pouring wine, beer, mead, and ciders. What's mead? It's an old-style beer. Let's keep going. We're... Coming around the other side of Bluebird Distilling. So this is a me and you noodle, and they sell all kinds of um, noodles and ramen. That's pretty popular these days. Ramen's a big hit these days. Crossing to the other side. So we're coming into Freebird Chicken, and they have all styles of chicken sandwiches, fried chicken, Carolina classics, and Cajun chicken. Next to Freebird Chicken? We have Lalo, which is Filipino street food. Great story that Jillian's grandfather used to sell Filipino food out of Fifth and Market Street in a street street vendor, and she brought the concept into the bourse. Just a few more. So this is going to be a Roman pizza, Bricko pizza. Not open yet, but should be open by the end, by the middle of December. You have Grub House, breakfast all day, nothing like pancakes at five o'clock at night. That does sound good. So here you have the tea bar, Carrie's Tea Bar. It's an alternative beverage bar, and here you can get all, all types of teas and kombucha. I can smell the teas from here. You can smell the teas from here. It really tastes great, smells great. It's a great sp- place to stop and start your day, start your afternoon. This must have been one heck of a, a tasting to have you decide what was going to come through here. It was an interesting because we did it all in a couple of days, so it was had to take the next couple days off because we had so, had so much to eat. So everybody must have been nervous. I mean, this was their big uh, chance when they presented their food to you. It's a big chance for these for the vendors. It's um, you know they really built their spaces out well, so it's a good it's a financial chance that they took, and we think will be all they'll be very successful. All right, coming around the front, you have. We have Menagerie Coffee. Menagerie Coffee has another location in Old City. They're on the entrance to 5th Street. All right, three more spots. So you were asking earlier where the ice cream shop is, and here we are, Scoop DeVille. You can get ice cream all day here, all night and all weekend. It's not You're not here getting a burger and, and pizza only, but you can also get poke bowl, which is modern Hawaiian cuisine, and this is from Abune Poke. It's a, a very popular trend in food halls and also in just in standalone places. There's a few poke places throughout the city. We have one of the best. Explain what it is. So it's Hawaiian cuisine, and you can mix in, it could be just vegetables, sushi mixed in with it, or other cooked meats. And then across from Abune Poke, you have? Kamun. Hashtag eat like an Egyptian. 
So it's Egyptian food, Egyptian rice, chicken, and meats. So I see they have Middle Eastern cuisine like shawarma, falafel. Falafel, yes. So here you can get an Arnabit rice bowl also with fresh cauliflower, hand-dipped in spicy egg wash and spiced flour with a lightly fried vegetable item. We're really taking a tour around the world. It is around the world. You go Egyptian, Filipino, Hawaiian, good old American food, Korean food. And then one more coming, Rebel Taco. Rebel Taco. That's a, This is our, there you'll be able to get your Mexican tacos and also your Mexican type food. So you've got to stop in Mexico, Egypt, Philippines. Italy, India, Korea, Philadelphia, Hawaii, South India, Asia, and Belgium with the Belgium chocolates. How would you ease them into it, recommend that they try some stuff? Well, I think the, I think the atmosphere is approachable. You certainly can sit, you can walk around and view all the food that you want to try first and then give it a try. Jump right in. It's very affordable. I think with you and a, you and a friend can come down and, you know, you're not going to break the bank. You're going to have a, a really good meal for a, a good good price. You can try different fruits from around the world, certainly. All right, what was the most difficult part about the project? The most difficult part of the project was getting the 30 different vendors here who were not stepping on each other's toes. So you wanted to have somebody who was selling a different type of food in each of the 30 different stalls, or they were selling a different service within the stalls. So getting a a big enough group that wanted to work together and work within e- with each other to be a part of our food food court. And how did you choose the bars? We also had a taste test with some of the bars. We thought that these guys would fit, the people that are here would fit best within our concept of what our food hall was going to be like. I think it's very telling that you went from having a coffee bar in the middle to a giant bar in the middle. <laughs> well, you, have a, you can start off in a coffee bar. You go to the middle, there will be a, a distiller bar, and you'll also have right around the corner, you'll have the, the Taps Brewery. These other vendors can also sell beer and wine within their stall, so you will be able to go to Bronze Table, have a pasta dish, and they'll also be able to sell you uh, wine, complimentary wine that goes with that. What do you like best about the brand new reimagined Boris Food Hall? I like how it's light, open, and airy. There's plenty of room for a lot of people to come here and have a great time, and I think that the uh, variety of foods are great. There's a lot of these foods that prior to this concept I've never tried before. I've been pleasantly surprised at the taste of, of the foods. What do you think people are going to be most struck by when they see the new food hall? I think the uh, the building itself is a great way to walk to to see a historical building being used in a modern way. All right, Mike Cassidy, Vice President of MRP Realty. He's the development partner of the Bourse Food Hall here at 111 Independence Mall East, now open after being closed for a couple of years. Congratulations on your brand new reopening. Thank you, Hadass. It was a pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.